Well, hello. How are you? It's so good to see you. It's been quite some time now. Well, it's been a week, but it just feels like quite some time. Let me just give you a big old hug before we start this episode. Yay, so good to see you. Um, How in the world are you supposed to love somebody with anxiety? And if you're somebody like myself with anxiety, how are you supposed to be loved? You know, it's hard. I get it. Listen, if you don't have anxiety, I can't imagine if somebody came to you like, I'm just worried. What do I do? Leah, our good therapist friend on the show as we start our Monday show. Hello. Hi, my name's Kramer and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. August the 1st. This is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. We're based in three principles. If you're new, happy to have you here. If you've been here for now for 541 episodes, you're the best. Uh, it's three principles. Live, laugh, love your mom. It means we live our lives out loud. We love, um, oh my God, I'm rusty. We live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot and we love my mom. My co-host Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. Welcome back to this podcast. They say it's like riding a bike. Uh, this bike feels a smidge rusty. <laughs> yeah. No, I, we have, we literally have so much to talk about. I can't believe how many things have happened in the last week since we've been gone. And we'll take the next couple of um, uh, weeks to uh, go on a quick trip. And I'm back and I always take time when I first leave to start taking notes on what I'm going to talk about. So like when I left on Thursday night, I like, took out my little phone journal, whatever notes on my phone, uh-huh. started jotting down all kinds of stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to write down so much content. I'll come back. I'll have so much to talk about. And then like by, by Friday afternoon, I'm like in vacation mode. <laughs> but <laughs> we have been on a little over a week. Well, I guess in show terms, about a week's hiatus. And it was one of the, it was a great and a really heavy week. And we'll kind of talk about all of it as we go. I do want to start by telling you that travel is awful right now. It's oh. like the worst I've ever experienced um, since I've been traveling. Probably, God, probably since my divorce, I've been traveling a couple of times a year. And I've never seen it quite like this. If you're new to our podcast, I just got back from going to Utah. I went to Zion. I went to Bryce, which are beautiful parks, by the way. If you ever get a chance to go to Utah and go to some of the big parks over there, they have a Mighty Five I did two of them and uh, it's, it's stunning. It is really mm. uh, like I was a big fan of Sedona and I would say that Br- uh, Bryce is like, I'm sorry. Um, Zion is kind of like a bigger Sedona kind of has that same feel mom of, um, wow. Of Not as like spiritual, but the same mm. kind of red rock. And, but it's just, it's just like way taller. Mm. Um, but beautiful. Well, I've been trying to sit here like like jotting down like how to even plot this week out because I feel like when you take a week off and come back, you're kind of like, Ugh. Um, but travel is absolutely terrible right now. And I almost the reason I want to bring this up is because I'm curious how much you would pay to get the seat that you really wanted on an airplane because everything costs money now. Mm-hmm. Like every they find a way. <laughs> to literally charge you for everything. Now, listen, I'm a basic economy guy. I know that doesn't surprise you. I'm going to go in with the absolute cheapest ticket fare. But remember back in the day, you got like, there was just like one ticket. There was, well, there's two. You had coach and you had first class. Right. Uh-uh. But now there's like all these layers mm. of 
classes. They have, they have like basic economy, basic, sort of good basic, <laughs> basic plus. Comfort. <laughs> comfort. Comfort minus. Uncomfortable. <laughs> Mildly uncomfortable. Severely uncomfortable. You basically choose your level. If you're not flying first class, you basically have to choose your level of discomfort, right? Like that's, <laughs> that's right. That's how it is. And I won't, by the way, I'll never fly first class. Like I just won't do it because I just, I, my philosophy, I think I've shared this on the podcast before is once you go first class, you can't go back. Right. Mm-hmm. Like how in the world would you ever be able to fly coach again? There's no way. <laughs> like just for example. Okay. So my, my flights got totally screwed, but talking first class, I had a uh, unexpected stop in Atlanta uh, before I went to Vegas and I stopped in Vegas before I went to, because you have to drive from Vegas to get over to Zion, about two, two and a half hours. And these fools, just from Atlanta to Vegas, they wanted over $1,000 for first class. No way. <laughs> Literally. No way. What airline? Over for, for Delta. And I, oh, I did fly Delta. My I did fly Delta. God. Um, and they wanted over a thousand dollars. That is now, that's not the point. I don't think anybody listening right now, or at least a very small majority mm. of of you listening right now, would say that you would pay a thousand dollars for first class. No, right? not I don't me. I think most of us would probably say that's that's not worth it. Mm. Well, they have the the comfort plus, right? And comfort mm. plus is somehow <laughs> they've given you two inches more of leg room. <laughs> right. And like a fancier like headrest, okay. And that price is usually in the uh, over a hundred, hundred fifty, hundred seventy five to sit in those seats. To me, also not worth it. Yeah, for that. Uh, it, but they'll charge you somehow. The exit row has also become a luxury. Oh, which why like is that because there's more space. Oh, they have true. more leg room. Oh, and like yeah. these dummies over it, that used to be, that was like the worst place you could sit. Oh, not me. I don't want to be responsible for anybody's life. Yeah. Like no. that was like, Mm-mm. that was supposed to be your reward for saving humans. Right. Like, hey, we'll, we'll give you an inch and a half more leg room, but just know if, if shit goes down. <laughs> yeah. You got to, you got to keep, you got to keep 300 people alive. Mm-hmm. And you were like, God, I don't know if it's worth it, mm-hmm. but like, all right, I guess if I can, because <laughs> you can't even lean those seats back. Right. So like, Makes it to me, and but now they're charging like eighty, ninety dollars for those seats, and I'm like, that's crazy. <sighs> so here we are, we're on Delta now. I I book my flights pretty early. I'm not a last minute traveler. Y'all know me. Like this, I've had this trip planned for a long time. Uh, so my original trip was supposed to go from Baltimore to New York, which makes no sense because you're actually going backwards in space. You know, no. like you're actually going away from your destination. But I was going to go <clears throat> Baltimore to New York. New York to Los Angeles. And if you, I'm sorry, not to uh, Las Vegas. Mm. And by the way, never uh, like that ticket was $350. Uh-huh. Cause if you're like, well, you're probably trying to save money. Yeah. The direct flight was like, was like 600, 700 bucks. I'm like, I'm not doing oh, that. So gosh. 300 bucks. Okay. Now as expected, now I knew just from all I've been reading that the flights are, are chaos right now. So, at about, let me see, my flight was at 5.15. I got to the airport at about 3.30. And shortly, so let's just say 3.45, maybe 4 o'clock, I get notification that my flight was canceled. 
And they're like, hey, it's all right. No No big deal. We can actually fly you to Atlanta from Atlanta now. Now, that makes more sense. If you can think of the map, like Mm -hmm. to go to Baltimore to Atlanta, because at least Mm -hmm. that's like more west as you're going. A little bit, not much, Mm -hmm. but at least you're going like more west. You're not going, you're not going east, you know, Mm -hmm. to then go back more west. We'll take you down to Atlanta and then we'll fly you to Vegas and we can actually get you there one hour earlier. And I was like... Well, that's, oh, that's lovely because wow. I wasn't supposed to land in Las Vegas till 11.15 p.m., which, by the way, my time would be 2.15 a.m., right. okay? So I'm like, all right, that's, you know what, I'm not, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be paying the ass about it. I'll take that flight. That actually sounds, well, works out in my benefit if you think about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Run over to this other gate. I got about an hour before this other plane leaves. Run over the gate. Go get comfortable. Notice from Delta. Hey, just heads, heads up. Uh, your flight's good, but it's actually delayed an hour in Atlanta. <laughs> so oh, no. now you're not getting in till the original time. So oh, like that excitement no. that I had has now been washed away <laughs> oh, and I'm kind of sitting there. So as I'm sitting there waiting for my plane, I look down though, because what I do is I book my flights really early because I am a big stickler on getting an aisle seat. I'm an aisle seat guy. Mm-hmm. I think window is torturous. It's so like, you're just, you're a, a caged animal at that point. You know, there's nowhere to go. You get yeah. to see out, but like, that's how I'm sure how the zoo animals feel too. They get to see out, but they can't right. go anywhere. You know, that's true. I get claustrophobic. Like I, some of y'all mm-hmm. love some of y'all. I know, listen, I know some of y'all are window people. That's great. Mm-hmm. If you're an, I, if you're a, um, if you're a middle seat person, there's something wrong. Yeah, who wants the middle seat? There, There's literally, and I'm, I'm surprised the airlines haven't come up with some type of, jargon of why middle seats shouldn't cost more money. You know what I mean? Like it's it's you a hug. Get a discount. <laughs> yeah. You get a, it's like, it's like a hug, but I didn't know this. So, so I booked my flight super early cause I really wanted to get an aisle seat. Right. Right. So I did. And that was original plan. Now when I rebooked this new flight, uh Oh, I went on the app and I realized there were some aisle seats available, but for some reason Delta, and this was not like in the premium section. This is the normal ass section. Delta saw this as a premium and decided they wanted to charge me $129 for an to aisle sit on the seat? aisle. <laughs> $129. You're kidding. To sit on the aisle. Wow. $129 to sit on the aisle. Uh-uh. Now, my question to you is, would you have paid, if you're an aisle person or whatever your seat of choice is, and I'm not talking the comfort. I'm not talking first. Like, would you have paid an extra $129? How long was the flight? Mind, four hours long. It's a long oh, flight. Oh, yeah. I would have had to. You would have paid the $130. For that long. Oh, yeah. I would be miserable. Well, let me tell you what I did. Hmm. In true Jimmy Mac's son fashion. That's my oh, dad. no. There's no way I'm paying $130. <laughs> That flight would have cost me then $430 total. There's no way I'm paying that. There's Mm -hmm. just no way. Mm -hmm. So what do I do? I get on the Delta app and I start chatting with them. And I'm literally on the Delta chat Hmm. for the entire duration from Baltimore to Atlanta. Oh, jeez. It's an hour and a half. Explaining to them, this makes no sense. I had an aisle seat and you guys canceled the flight. And I would like, and now you put me in a window seat. And, and it's actually, I think it was a middle seat. And I'm like, there's no way. 
There's no way in the world I'm going to do that. Mm. So you're going to waive this. So I, honestly, I got I got a smidge because sometimes I feel like you got to get a smidge dramatic with these situations just yes. so they, they you know they understand. And I was like, I have massive anxiety because <laughs> I have to get up and use the restroom, and I feel like your company doesn't care about my mental health or something along the lines of that. Oh, so poor whoever Jonathan, I'm going to have a panic attack. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Jonathan in, in Des Moines or wherever, you know, like, like fielding his chat sessions like, oh, my God. So they transfer me to a specialist at this point right? Oh, because no. Jonathan can't waive the $130. That's oh, unfortunately no. going to be the only thing Jonathan can do is put me in that seat for $130. Mm. Uh, so I'm like, well, you're going to have to connect me somebody else, Jonathan. I don't. That's not his real name. We're just going to go with Jonathan for the story. So Jonathan's like, oh, is there nothing I can do about it? Like, you need to transfer me somebody that does because I just feel like this is – Mm-hmm. Unacceptable. You're still on short, chat, I, right? Still all chat. Yeah. Long story short, I get connected to Lucy, whoever, <laughs> specialist. I explain the situation. I feel like at this point, they were just so tired of hearing because I give them the whole spiel. I feel like you guys don't care about my mental health. I get massive anxiety when I'm on the You've been the, on there an hour? Hour. Easily <laughs> an hour. Oh, jeez. To where they waived $130 and I oh, felt justified. Yay. Sitting in my aisle seat Ooh. like a king. Like a real damn king. <laughs> Got so comfortable in that seat because I was like, I just saved $130. Thank you very much. <laughs> and the person in front of you had paid it, I'll bet. Oh, yeah. All those other dummies in the aisle paid $130. Mm-hmm. I did not. I did not do it. So travel's crazy. Oh, we got, gosh. listen, I that's that's like the weakest of my stories, but I um, <laughs> we got plenty to talk about. Got to ease into it. My mom's 70th surprise birthday party has been ruined. <laughs> Crashed before it happened. And there's, I should have known, there's one person we shouldn't have told about this <laughs> because behind the scenes now, we've been planning a surprise birthday for my mom for her 70th birthday. And that's really exciting, right? Happy birthday, oh, mom. Yeah. It's coming up. Uh, the, the party is going to be the first weekend of September. Right. And uh, that's when I'm going to be going home. It's Labor Day weekend. Yeah. And so um, I'll be going home that weekend and, we celebrating her birthday at the same time. It's great. Everything's good. Her birthday, your birthday is not until the 27th though. But right. That's just when we'll be celebrating it. Yeah. Um, we're going to start celebrating it then. Then I'm going to celebrate it every day good. until the tw- until the 30th. I'm going to celebrate the whole month every day. Okay. Why I'm not? I'm going to do something special for my 70th birthday. As you should. Yeah. As you should. Yeah. So – the, the plan, though, has ab- been absolutely ruined. This is supposed to be a surprise party, um, which we found out about a couple of weeks ago when we started planning this. Mom, how did this get ruined? How did this go so wrong the second I, I turn around? <laughs> so, yeah, you know, your dad and I are sitting in the bedroom and he's um, he's on the phone and I, I walked in, I sat down and and um, I I heard him say, yeah, there'll be about, you know, 15 of us like what is he talking about i mean i knew we were going to Monteluce already well you have to explain what that is because literally 100 oh, percent of people listening have no really, idea what it's, it's talking a about nice it's a nice winery in north georgia and it's okay. lovely um and so then i just sat there and i'm you know i'm looking at my phone doing something on my phone and then he hung up and i said did you say 15 people because I'd already counted in my Wait, head. How, how like, close was he to you while you guys were doing that? Oh, literally, like in the seat beside me. 
Why in the world would he do that? <laughs> Why would he? He because could literally be. And you guys have a five bedroom house. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Why in the world Three would he choose floors. to call, make a reservation for your surprise party? <laughs> Right next to you. Don't ask me why. I have no idea. And he, and then he said, oh, I'm just making them think it's more people so that they'll give us better service. I was like, hmm, I don't okay. understand, quite understand that logic, but I'll go I don't know. Was that, was that the best save? Would, would, it, would anyone have fallen for that? I don't know. If- <laughs> Like, I would have fallen oh, for that okay. or not. So then we sat there for about another 20 minutes. He said, okay, I'll just go ahead and tell you. <laughs> <laughs> we were planning a surprise party for you. And, <sighs> and I said, oh, so who are the other people coming? And he told me. And I said, oh, wow, that's exciting. I love that. And he said, well, it was supposed to be a surprise. I said, now, everyone in our family should know. They never tell you anything no. that they don't want spread around. Because yeah. he's terrible about it. He's terrible. Wait, were you were you trying to get it out of him? Or did no. you just literally make that one comment and no. moved on? Because I can yeah. see where maybe if he oh. felt pressured uh-uh. by all no. the questioning. No. But he but like you literally didn't say one other word about it. No. He just couldn't stand it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just couldn't take it. Yeah. <laughs> And so he just literally out of nowhere turned to you and said, by the way, we're having a surprise. Like part of me, part of me is kind of mad about this. Oh, you know, well, I'm so excited about it. I don't care, but it just kind of takes the fun out of it. Right. Like there has to be a portion of you that feels like a, at least for, let me put it this way. There's a, a part of me that's disappointed because of the element of surprise of it, you know? Well, the only uh, thing that would have been, the only thing that would have been a surprise because I had already said, you know, I'd love to go to Montaluce. And yeah. I was expecting, you know, you to be here and, you know, right. all the family. That was all. So the only thing that would have really been a surprise were the extra people. Yeah. Which are a lot of fun. And I you know, hope I hope they can make it. But, right. you know, if not, it's still exciting and it's fun to me and I don't really care. Yeah. So it's all good. It's all good. Well, I know, God, it's the worst feeling in the world when you ruin. I, I don't know. I feel like it's almost in today's day and age impossible to plan surprise oh, parties yeah. without I'm getting I ruined. Think so, you know, yes. I just had a friend that had one recently and uh, it was supposed to be this big dinner. And then somebody, I, I don't remember the story, but she was like so devastated because it was the same thing. Somebody had to have said something, you know, uh-huh. I just don't know in today's day and age, like before, think about it. Like, let's, let's like go like before the, the age of social media texting and all that. Oh like, yeah. That was easy. Everything was kind of a surprise. Like life was kind of a surprise. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you had to call people on the landline. <laughs> like literally every day you woke up was a, a complete mystery the second you left your house what was about to happen. Right. We're like now there's literally you've already got your, your work calendar. Mm-hmm. It pings you first thing in the morning. Mm-hmm. Here's a list of everything going on, you yep. know, for the whole entire week. You know exactly week. How, how it's going. Under, it's rolling. You just know. Yeah. You know. Whereas now <laughs> – I don't know there no are any surprises, surprises in the world. Mm-mm. Has anyone successfully pulled off a surprise party in the last five years? <laughs> I had a surprise. And, and and keep in mind, you know me. I'm, And if you don't, if you're new, um, I am pretty uh, – I don't – This I always feel weird saying this comment because it doesn't really go along with anything that my life is perceived as. But I don't like a lot of attention on me. Like it literally makes me uncomfortable. Right. Uh, I can't like if I'm in if I'm in control of the attention, yeah. it's fine. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like if but the second that I'm out of control of the attention, Mm-mm. 
it makes me really uncomfortable, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So, for example, like if if, if I was planning a party for myself, which I would never do. (laughs) That sounds terrible. (laughs) Um. Well, I saw it. I saw it at your birthday party with the cow cuddling. Oh, no, yeah, hated that, it. That wasn't a surprise. No, hated it. <laughs> but but I can see that you you can manage it because you knew about it. Yeah, if I if I know but it's if coming that had been and a like surprise, oh, that would have been no, nasty. I never want a surprise party. No. Just that we're very clear. <laughs> I never want a surprise party. I don't want a party. Period. <laughs> Like I don't ever want like, just if you ever wonder like hey like Kramer like we should put together like a certified fans party like, I don't want it I don't want a, a surprise party at all I don't want it like, I, I will literally have like a I, I'll I'll sit there and I'll smile because it's very nice like I, I have such a weird juxtaposition because I think that the efforts are very nice I know it's very hard to plan a surprise party mm-hmm. and the fact that so many people ca- like would care about being there uh-huh. and, and like take time to do it it's flattering uh-huh. but I just hate when things are all about me. I know it makes no sense. Um, wait, where was I going with this? Just talking about how you you have to be in control. Yeah, but but like I just don't even know. Um, so I had a surprise party one time. I did. Yeah. My friends in college threw one for me, and back then though I didn't seem to care. It was actually it was kind of cool. Um, it was in I was probably twenty one, twenty two, probably twenty. It was actually my probably my twenty first birthday. Yes, that's right. I think that's right. And there was probably 15, 20 people there. And like, it was cool. Yeah. It was cool. But like, yeah. I was a different person then. That was 20 yeah. years ago. It's yeah. changed. Like, <laughs> I would literally have a meltdown now. <laughs> but some people love it. Some people want that. They want a surprise party. Did, and, like, our, and the other thing is you were with those people all the time anyway. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. I mean. But mom, will, be, be 100% honest. Like, is there yeah. part of you that wishes it was a surprise? And, and don't just give me, oh, no, it's fine, honey. Like, honestly. Do you wish that like you would have walked in and you would have had like friends and family sitting there that you didn't expect to be there without a no, been a- because I had that one time I didn't really like it. Okay, all right, well, that <laughs> makes me feel better. Your dad, so did, me your dad did that when I was thirty three. I know yeah. you don't remember it, but yeah, I, mm, no. Don't tell Jimmy Mac anything. It's not for me, but yeah, moral that's the moral story. story. Is, don't tell Jimmy Mac anything because yeah, it will uh, unless you want it published. Uh-uh. Yeah, no. it's not good. No. Okay, let's get to our quote for today. It's been a while since yes, we had one of these bad boys. Um, it's from Amit Ray. A bird is safe in its nest, but that is not what its wings are made for. Oh. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people stay in the nest their whole lives, right? But if you really want your life to be... The best it can be, in my opinion, you've got to spread your wings and get out there. Flee the what does nest. that really mean, though? What do you think that really means? What do you mean? Spread get your wings. Get out there. Get out there. You've got to, you know, explore life and try new things and meet new people and, you know, figure it out. Take yeah. risk. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, don't let fear hold you back. You know, I was with two California friends um, this last week and it was a challenge. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't want to say it's a challenge. Kind of they listen, (laughs) but they weren't listening. No, it wasn't a challenge. I don't know if the challenge is not the right word. Well, we're all dying to know who got to sleep in the bed. (laughs) We'll talk about that later on this week. (laughs) 
Um, we're not a, the story so far. We're not even in the parks yet. We're not even in Vegas at this point in the story. No, there's plenty. Y'all, it was it was such a week of highs and lows. It was crazy. Um, mm. I just um, let me think through this for a second. I feel like it's been. Keep in mind, it's been two years now since I left mm-hmm. California, mm-hmm. and. This part of me that almost does it doesn't even feel real anymore. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. Um. Or it doesn't like it doesn't. I don't. I don't think about it, but like, it almost doesn't like. It almost seems like a lifetime ago, right? Because mm-hmm. she moved on. Yeah, but I don't know if that's good or bad. I don't know as as we get older if that's good or bad. To move on? Because, yeah. Well, it's good to move on. In your case, you had to move on. <laughs> yeah. Right? And don't get me wrong. Like, what I what I realized um, recently is that, because keep in mind, we'll just play, it's, it's, it's almost actually, yeah, yesterday would have been, like, is that true? No, that's not true. I left it the last day of August, not the first, not the last day of July. Um, I've just realized that there's so many people that two years ago I was so sad to leave California for mm-hmm. that now I don't even talk to. Mm-hmm. And not out of spite. I mean, some out of spite, but not, but not out the of. Not the two you were with. No, 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 no. no, no. no. No, but like, but that kind of makes me sad Hmm. because like, how am I ever going to find another Dan? Well, some of us, or should we just not ever expect, you're talking about get out there, you know, fly, change your situation. But like, I was really, it made me think, because I do have, I probably have five people that live in California now that I make an effort to like meet up with. Whereas, uh-huh. like, if you asked me that two years ago, it would have been 50, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. So, like, is that healthy? Is it healthy to, like, am I doing something wrong here? How do we ever How do we ever have friends anymore if, like, it's just a constant evolution? Well, I think you move around more than most people, for one. But that's what I'm trying to say because you're like, yeah, you get out there and fly. But, like, is that, yeah. is that the best thing to do? Well, well I, I mean, y'all. unless you want to change your whole career. It's, you've got to but go just, I'm just, I'm just talking, I'm talking general. No, let's not focus on me. Let's just focus on oh, yeah, life in general. In general. Yeah. Like is, is change good? Well, it doesn't necessarily have to be Because it makes me sad. Like honestly, it makes me kind of sad to think about that like the pain I felt from leaving all these people that now mean that are just kind of common acquaintances. We may talk on like an Instagram now if a story pops up that resonates with one or the other, you know? Yeah. Yeah, you can't keep up with all your relationships. It's hard. It's really hard to keep up with friends. But like, long think, of, think like if I if I would have stayed, mm-hmm. you know, you still may not be associating with all fifty of those people. I'd be curious to kind of talk about that. Like your friend, like think about your friend circle right now, and how long have you been friends with those people? Because mm-hmm. like I'm not. I'm not really friends with anybody in Arizona anymore. Yeah. I'm friends with maybe a couple people in Florida, very loosely. Uh-huh. You know? 
And it makes me sad. It's like, so what am I doing? Like, why? I don't know. Well, Holly and Miguel, but they're not in Florida yeah. anymore. Yeah. Anyway, how is let's maybe we can discuss that. Like, how your friend circle? How old are your are your friends? Are they are they all newer people? Or like, do you? How many people do you really consider your close friends? And like, how long have you known them? Because again, I've got friends that are one or two that I've known for over ten years, but I wouldn't say there's many that are longer than like two three years. Well, I can tell you that in my close circle of friends, they're all thirty plus years. Yeah, but of course I've got forty years on you. Yeah. Um, but, but, and it doesn't mean that I've talked to those people all the time. Right. And that I've seen them all the time. Right. But it's the people that, you know, I know are there for me and that I love and cherish. And when we are together, even if we just talk on the phone, like my friend, you know, Jolie, mm-hmm. um, if we just talk on the phone, it's like no time passes. They're right. like brothers and sisters to me. And I well, let's talk about them. that on the certified fans page. Yeah. yeah, I'd like to know like your circle. Like, what does it look like? Like, what who's in your circle, and how long have you known them? Because I don't. I, that's just one thing that I've really been worried about. Is that like I have like no friends almost. Mm-hmm. I feel like now, like it's just a very select few, and even those are not very old. You know, either have extremely old ones or like a couple of years, and in between, there's not many. You know. So anyway, uh, we can put that on. You can call anytime eight 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 Kramer eight. He'll have free to and certified fans will start that conversation over there. So friggin' happy, by the way, while I was gone to see all the posts. I would I'd probably check in. I had no service. I like literally zero, which was nice. <laughs> when I was over <laughs> in the parks, I had like no service. Yeah. And that was beautiful. So if you're wondering like why I didn't post it, people are like, Are you okay? You're not posting a lot. I just didn't have service. And honestly, it came down to a point where I really enjoyed not. Mm-hmm. You know, not being connected, not, not all being connected. The time. It was kind of nice. Mm-hmm. I was in the middle of nowhere, like this little cabin. It was like really, I don't know. It just was nice to check out. Yeah. Um. But it, when I did, when I did check in. I probably checked in maybe every other day for a couple minutes. I had to go down to this coin laundry place to use the Wi-Fi. It was the only way I could <laughs> ever get. Um. And it was probably you know couple blocks away from my my cabin. Uh, as I was going to get Wi-Fi. So I checked in, but I was so happy to see everybody with their cozy earth sheets. I love yes. you guys have latched onto these and they're making you happy because it's one of my favorite things. Honestly, to get home to, I was happy, number one, to see Kiki, my dog. Number <laughs> two, though, was to get back into my cozy earth sheets. I mean, these honestly will make your vacation sheets feel like crap. No matter if you're going to a five-star hotel, these sheets are insanely comfortable. And we've been promoting these now for what, month and a half probably mom mm-hmm. maybe two Going months on two months uh-huh cozy earth sheets are the softest sheets you'll ever sleep on and there's so many people i love seeing the reviews i love seeing you post your pictures of getting cozy earth and coming back the next day and um talking about your experience with them because i want to make sure that i'm you know i'm hitting the mark here i want to make sure that the items that we're promoting are as good as i think they are and i um so with that said um these sheets come highly endorsed by me, by certified fans. They come highly endorsed by Oprah Winfrey. Maybe you know her. Probably not personally. <laughs> but uh, Oprah's favorite things now for, uh, what, 10 years? I think, no, four years. Sorry, four years in a row. Four years in a row. These, these have been her absolute favorite things. So I want you to really consider right now, as we have this massive discount of 40% of getting these cozy earth sheets, obviously they're back for at least this week. I don't know how long this discount is going to last. So 40% off because you listen to this podcast. And I to kind of steer you away from the sticker shock, they're going to be more expensive than your Target sheets or your 
coal sheets or whatever. But these sheets come with a 10-year warranty. And we're not talking like 10-year, you know, if something crazy happens. Like this is a solid, like a super solid warranty. If anything goes wrong with these sheets in 10 years, unless you like, you know, poke a hole with a knife or something. I don't know they're going to cover that. But if anything goes wrong with them, they're just normal, you know, wear and tear. You're going to get a brand new set of sheets. They're made with bamboo and you may have slept on bamboo before, but whatever they do with these sheets, so insanely soft. I want to make sure like this is a great opportunity for you to get, finally get some adult sheets, you know? like you, you probably never thought you could afford sheets like this. But 40% off, you're going to be able to do it. So CozyEarth.com. Don't forget, coupon code is Kramer40. Kramer40 for Cozy Earth. Now, when you do that, also, don't forget, 10-year warranty and 100-night sleep guarantee. So where your target sheets may have lasted two years, you know, really do the price comparison. Divide that price after the 40% by 10 and that's how much you're paying per year. Divide that by 12, that's per month. And then divide that by 30, that's per day. Like you're paying, you're literally paying nothing per day to sleep on the world's softest <laughs> sheets. It makes, it makes like no sense not to get these sheets. Cozyearth.com, cozyearth.com, cozyearth.com. Promo code is Kramer40, Kramer40 at cozyearth.com. Mom, how's your experience been um, recently with your AG1? Oh, good. Oh, yeah, yeah. I love it. Yep. I'm a second round and um, still giving me good energy. I'm sleeping well. It's easy for me. I throw it in with my protein shake every morning. One scoop, done. Yeah, that's awesome. We promote this product called AG1 from Athletic Greens. And it's a powder you take daily. And I started taking it because I was having some constipation issues. <laughs> if we're being honest, Gut I heard it on another issues. podcast. Gut issues. Yeah. There's issues with uh, my my bottom side <laughs> of my body, and uh, so I you guys remember that song? I was like doing like enemas like every other every other week. It was just, it was annoying. So I um I I heard about this, and then we had a, uh, an uh, opportunity to promote AG One, and I was like, yeah, I want to try this. Seventy five high quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods sourced, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens start your day out right. Um, I when I take it, like it's it's a game changer. I, they have travel packs I took on me, so I took it every day when I was gone to Utah, and it's just – it's like part of my routine now, and I can't imagine not having it because you will feel so much better all the way around. Uh, I mean it's got all the good stuff in it, y'all. I don't have to break all this down for you because it's a lot, uh, but you, you'll get better sleep. You'll get better recovery. You'll get better mental clarity, better alertness. It's going to cost you less than $3 a day, so it's like – a really cheap investment into your health and it's got over 7,000 five-star reviews. So it's good stuff. Go to uh, athleticgreens.com slash Kramer, athleticgreens.com slash Kramer. Uh, you're going to get a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is go to athleticgreens.com slash Kramer. Again, athleticgreens.com slash Kramer to take ownership over your health and pick up this ultimate daily nutritional insurance. One thing I noticed though, mom, is mm. I can't tell you the last time that I was sick. Oh, I mean, yeah. Minus, co minus COVID in yeah. January. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's great but for your immune system. I don't like, that's a blessing. I think this is everything that I've been doing recently um, with all these supplements. Mm -hmm. I can't tell you the last time that I had like a cold. Mm-hmm. Really couldn't tell you. No idea. I'm the same way. I don't remember the last time I was sick and I yeah. haven't even had COVID. <laughs> yeah. So take that. Take that <laughs> endorsement right there. There anyway, you go. That's Athletic Greens. All right. We had a, almost had a miracle happen while I was gone. Almost. Uh, we were, 
well, we were really struggling. It's funny, like, y'all are great, by the way. I love every single person that listens to this podcast. Uh, but y'all stress me out sometimes because <laughs> before we left, we were, you know, July, August. Well, it's really just July. Like, July's our hardest month. June, June, July, August. Summer months are hard because... As you know, I don't have to tell you this, your listening habits change in the summer. It's hard for the radio show. It's hard for the podcast because there's just such a difference of schedules, right? Mm -hmm. So you're probably not on your normal routine right now, which also is going to change your listening habits, which, you know, I get. Um, so what I am, what I struggle with though, is when we have a goal of three certified fans every month. Uh, July is probably always going to be the hardest month. So when we left, in case you don't know what a certified fan is, maybe you're new to our podcast. Do you want to explain, Mom? Oh, yeah, definitely. They're the wonderful people that support us with $6 a month. They become members of our certified fans Facebook group. They get discounts on merch. They're the first with any breaking, exciting news. And they get a shout out on the show. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, if you would like to help us, you can text the word FANS, F-A-N-S, to 888-Kramer8, and we would love to um, love for your support. Um, and so when we left, I told you that we had zero certified fans. We needed three. Now, there's no way we're going to knock this out. The second I leave, though, like, why y'all wait till the very end? What y'all waiting on? <laughs> um, we do have two new certified fans to say hello to. Yes. Now, unfortunately, one of them has not filled out the second part of their form yet. So if your email address starts with M-L-N, um, hopefully you'll go and even if that's you, you have no idea how to fill out the second part of your form. Because sometimes the second sheet gets um, gets kicked back. Because uh, what happens is you sign up and then you get an email. And that email asks you then to fill out the second part of the form, which I know is kind of a pain in the ass. But that's how it works. <laughs> to get all the discounts and everything else. So... I don't know. You didn't fill out the second part of your form. Maybe, maybe in your spam. So get in touch with me if you don't see it in your spam. Just search, I don't know, Certified Mama's Boy or something. Uh, but we do we do have one that definitely did join uh, at a whole year up front. We appreciate that. That's always oh, a big help. that's so That's great. Carol B. Carol B. Okay. Carol B. Uh, from San Diego, California. Is our, our, we'll, we'll say our second. Actually, would be our absolute latest fan. Okay. Number 438. Okay. And so the first show of August and all the way back from vacation feels really good to be supported by Carol B. Mm -hmm. Carol B, I hope you're having a great day. Yes. Thank you for uh, for supporting Certified Mama's Boy. Yeah. This episode is dedicated to you and uh, this is your whoop whoop. Yes. Whoop whoop to Carol B. So glad you're here. Yes. Can't wait to interface with you on our Facebook page. Yep, that's Carol B., our newest certified fan. And we could use you. Now it's a brand new month. So text the word fans, F-A-N-S, to 888-Kramer8. Also, it's a voting month. We have now entered into August. I don't Ooh, have the results yeah. as of right now how we did in Podcast Magazine for July. But our buddy Dante does have it. Uh, a super easy form for you to fill out if you want to vote for Certified Mama's Boy for Podcast Magazine for the month of August. Just text the word VOTE, V-O-T-E, to 888-Kramer8. We'd really appreciate that. 888-Kramer8, and we'll get some results this week. All right, Mom, that's it for you today. I love you. Okay, great to be back. Love you forever. All right, Mental Health Monday time now with Leah, our therapist friend. Uh, Leah is amazing, and she is a therapist, and she's a friend, which is why we call her a therapist friend. Uh, but she comes on Monday, and we just talk everything mental health or something you might talk about in therapy in the first place. It's crazy to me because, like, mental health to me is everything. It's, like, absolutely everything in my life. Like, it is literally 
everything. Um, there's nothing that is not. <laughs> um, but there's some people that just don't understand mental health. And, and God bless you, by the way. I wish I didn't have to worry about mental health. I wish it was just something I was like, oh. Well, can we pause now? Everyone has mental health, but you mean like a lot of people, some people aren't familiar with having a mental health challenge. There are some people that literally when I'm like, have you had anxiety? Like I have anxiety. Like what's that? I don't even know what to do. Like they, they've never felt anxiety in their lifetime. And I'm like, how is that humanly possible? I know. Give me what, you know, I'll have like. I want that. Right. Whatever that plan is, I want that. <laughs> but I, I think it happens, especially I think probably, well, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter the gender. But like I feel like a lot of my female friends say that they date people or they're married to people that don't understand mental health, anxiety, depression, that kind of stuff. So two different angles we're going to take today. Number one, what are you supposed to do if you're a person that has anxiety, depression, and you're in a relationship with someone that doesn't understand it. Like, what's the angle there? What do you mean? Oh. We, we literally just, I just set this up for two minutes. That <laughs> was a two minute setup. Oh, no, no, like, what, like, what are you supposed to do? Like, what are you supposed to do with that? Like, yeah. like, are you supposed to try to explain this to somebody? What anxiety is? Are you supposed to just find another outlet for somebody? Like, maybe that's like, like your person's not the person you should go to with those kind of issues because they're obviously not going to get it. Like, I feel like my ex-wife didn't really understand mental health that well. And like, I just really didn't lean on her at all anymore. And I just don't even know that was a healthy way to handle it or not. So this is, well, the reason I asked, like, what do you, like, I think what you have a two part, you're saying, how do you explain what you're going through to someone else, especially a partner? And then how, how can a partner support you? Or how do you support a partner or can you support a partner? Okay. So the first part is, well, I do think both, well, all genders or all gender identities experience it, but I do think we still are in this, Less and less, we're in this culture where men, there's a lot of stigma. There's, a, there's even more stigma with men, right? Sure. To, <clears throat> to, so I, I also find it bullshit that some men have never experienced it, but I do think it's hard to own up to it. So I think there's that part. So, but this is how I explain it if like, or help people explain it to their partner or loved ones or family or friends. So it's like even saying, okay, like when's the time you've gotten nervous, right? And even like if it's a short-lived, so it's speaking in front of a classroom or if it's like, I don't know, um, being pulled over for a ticket, right? Like when are times that you've been nervous? And then explain that that – well, this is for anxiety, right? That feeling is pervasive and it's very – it's just persistent. It's always there. Or like I experienced that for a prolonged period of time. So we can have someone relate to that maybe short-lived experience and situations that cause anxiety, but explain that that's – it persists. It's really hard to manage and it's debilitating. And what do they say and what are you worried about? (laughs) Because I feel like that's the common response. Even as like a mental health advocate, I feel like that's for the people that want to challenge me on things. And again, it's getting better and better. I'm talking about like over the years, like I feel like I was kind of on the forefront, not on the forefront, but like public figures that are talking about mental health. I feel like I was kind of on the early side of it. Yeah. Um, And a lot of people would just be like, well, what are you worried about? Or like, Right. Just stop worrying. Well, it's, and so I think you explain like, I think I, it's like, I wish I could, like, I wish I had the answer for you. Like, it's something that just is so inherent in my body or my brain just goes there without much, without, without much thought. Right. Yeah. It just, yeah. Yeah. It's so compulsive and intrusive. And I, it's, it's like, I was, you know, for example, with generalized, it's generalized. So it could be, you know what I mean? Worrying about like kind of fixating on missing your flight, but it's like to an extreme level or, you know, it's like, that social anxiety where you're always worrying Ooh, about missing what? a flight's a big one. 
right? I mean, but like some people, it's like so. Some with someone with anxiety, is, it can be almost debilitating or cause you to maybe not be able to focus on other tasks or maybe become irritable with other people because like you're just so distressed by this thing, and so. Even if, and they might not be able to understand it. I think that's the part that's frustrating, but some people might not be able to understand it. So, so then what do you do? Are you just like not supposed to talk to that person about it? No, but I think it's even like, hey, you may not get it, but this is my experience. And I think with a supportive partner, if we're talking about relationships or in the context of talking to your spouse or whoever about it, that you, it's just like, I know you don't understand, but this is what I'm going through. So this is what I need for you. And sometimes you have to be very specific with what you need. So whether it's mm. like you need space to, to like process it or space to whatever, engage in whatever coping strategy you use, or maybe say someone's trying to like, and I think we'll, we should talk about this in the future, but like trying to solve all your problems and give you advice being like, yeah. I don't need advice right now. Like I really, like, I know you're trying to help. I don't need advice. I just need to like sit here and like do my deep breathing or cry it out. Just give me this moment and I'll be okay. So you have to sometimes be really directive with your, especially with partners, especially when your partner just hates to see you in this state of distress, right? Like, right. It comes from a place of concern, but it's like, sometimes it comes up, but I think what you're saying is sometimes it comes from a place of like lack of understanding. So like even being irritable, like what is your, like, what is there to be just, you know, anxious about, or what is there to be about? Just just stop worrying about it, which is like, oh, Thank yeah. you, by the way. Oh, that just solved everything. Thank you. That's very like, beneficial. Down, right? You're like, oh, hell no. <laughs> well, down. I just feel like when it came to my ex-wife, I just stopped talking about it with her mm-hmm. um, because I just felt like either there was little empathy or little understanding. Yeah. And so There's I – There's resources though. Maybe you can link. So the NAMI website um, is a good one. So if you have like a family member, partner, someone who doesn't understand – mental health challenges or mental illness. And again, mental illness doesn't have to be something like severe, like schizophrenia. It could be like anxiety, OCD. And so there are resources to help you provide information to your partner or family. Um, and like, feel like support groups. I feel like depression is a little bit trickier because and I don't know if all these tricks still work. Now, depression is weird. Depression is even weird to me. Like, yeah. Um, it, I, I didn't feel depressed until my divorce. Like, it's like the first time that I can like really, cause I had like so much of this stuff happening at the same time. And so like, well, it can be situational, but it can also be like you have major depression where it kind of, for lack of better words, comes out of nowhere and it just ambushes you. And that part is really hard for people to understand because yeah, you're like, wait, what happened? Like, well, that's literally on? like, and I, I had, I've been okay. Knock on wood. Um, at time of recording. Um, I, I've had a good couple of months, but sometimes like literally, like just literally. Yeah. I got to know, I got nowhere. Days going fine. Like everything's good. All of a sudden yeah. like this, like this depressive wave just like knocks my ass over and it doesn't even have to like have to be something per se. Like, you know, I think it, it makes a lot more sense when I know where it's coming from, you know? Yeah. And I think that that's where I think a lot of people that don't struggle with that, I think you're absolutely right. Have tr- have a difficult time understanding it because it's like, we were fine. Things are fine. You're fine. Yeah. But it's that chemical imbalance. So there's literally sure. a chemical component to a lot of folks that have, or most folks that have, you know, major depression or a mood disorder. It's, it's either a lack of serotonin or they have mood destabilizing. So it's just like up and down. And so it's so beyond your control. And I, if you think about it like diabetes, right, you need to take insulin, right? It's the same sure. thing. You need to level out. And if you look at it that way, I think it's it, – or explain it to people that way, I think that they have a little bit more understanding of what that what that means. It's not something you can just, you know, um, like just take a shower. Like, And yeah. it's hard yeah. because as a therapist, you do encourage these behavior activations. So you want to encourage them to do these – 
you know, daily tasks, have this routine, do these things that will help them to be a little bit more um, like active in their lives, even if it's not a lot. And it's so hard for them to even do for folks that have depression to even do that sometimes. So I think the best thing is like helping your partner become educated, but also, um, as it is say, again, tell them what you need for partners that don't understand it or have a hard time supporting their partners with depression, especially, I think it's reminding yourself it's not your fault and it's not your job to fix it just to be supportive. And that's, those are two different things. Cause I think a lot of, again, like a Mm -hmm. lot of partners want to take blame or like jump in. I I had that issue sometimes too, where it's like, I just want to, like you come to me with an issue and like, let's solve it. Like whatever. Right. Right. But with this kind of stuff, sometimes ain't nothing you can do about it. Like if your partner's in bed and really can't get up and it's just like, they're not in a good, like they're, they're not wanting that. Right. So I think it's also reminding yourself, okay, this is their mental health. Like this is their depression talking. This isn't them. They don't want to be in bed all day. This isn't pleasant for them. But you know what? I like what you said is that you um, you got to really kind of set the table for what you for what you need. And I don't think I ever thought of it that way before. It's just more of like I'm feeling depressed today and like but never more than that, you know, never more like here's what I need from you out of this. It's just more more like I'm I'm depressed. Like you should understand this. You should get it. And like, I don't know. Yeah, not really not really like not really handling the situation. Right. And versus. Exactly. Like you're not expecting your partner to fix it. I think usually you're almost, I don't know anyone who really struggles with major depression or depression to, to expect their partner to handle it and to like make things go away. But I think there needs to be an expert, like you need to, as best as you can communicate what you're going through and then try to communicate what you need, even if it's just space or if you're like, I do need this day in bed. Um, Or if it's like, hey, actually, can you like force me to go on a walk with you once a day, even if I'm feeling terrible? Like, mm. so, but then it, it can be tricky, right? Because it can be pretty severe and, sure. it, you know, every depressive episode can look a little bit differently. But I think it's being very concrete in your expectations for your partner. And then also, again, just to reiterate, it's not their fault. And that's where I do think, like, I, I keep mentioning it, but like, NAMI has a lot of resources for families and you don't have to go to groups, but just like, I don't know what NAMI, I don't think anybody listening is what NAMI National is. National Alliance for Mental Illness. I think it is. That's the term NAMI.com, but they okay. have a bunch of like literature on it for family members. Um, like think of it like kind of like Alan Anonymous for, uh, for like people that are, have family members in recovery. So it's just sure. helpful tools. That's, yeah, that is nice. But yeah. I guess also, I wish we would have mentioned this at the beginning, but this could also be used for your kids. Yeah. Uh, they may not be as vocal. Yes about it but at least i can't imagine having a kid with anxiety and depression and and a lot of y'all do because you come to me and ask for advice and i'm always like i'm really lucky because i my parents are social workers and i'm a therapist my dad's like been in this field and they they were really good about holding space i think sometimes they would feel upset that they couldn't fix it so there would be irritability on their end about just feeling like a loss yeah being able to help me but i think this if you're a parent with a kid, I think the best thing you can do is offer support and just allow them to feel how they're feeling. And then yeah, connect them to services if, if you know, they're open to it. And 
I think sometimes, <clears throat> especially as parents, you want to fix it. You don't want your kid to suffer. So you yeah. want to be hands-on, but sometimes kids, especially kids, they just want to feel heard and they don't feel heard. I have so many, like I've had a few clients that are like, you know, like I'm not taken seriously because I'm 14, 15 and they just want to be like listened to. So right. especially if you have teens, I mean, younger kids as well, but just to listen, to provide support. And then if, there and you know offer therapy like and therapy doesn't mean they have something severe it just means that maybe they need to talk to someone else who's not their parent and sometimes that's what they need to give them a little bit of a i don't know a boost what do you want to plug today the ebook yeah sure okay, okay. or your instagram what, what do you want to do yeah um this it feels weird going from this conversation to to plugging a dating ebook but you know we can plug my um I just my Instagram because I have yeah, because I feel like there might be people like if you need to reach out to Leah about any of this kind of stuff because this is cool, yeah. kind of a, a, a quick 13 minutes and yeah. you might be like, oh, my God, this person, I don't know what to do. Or this person yeah. is maybe some, you know, so yeah, maybe so, a little bit more. I mean, if, do, you want to, do you want me to plug it or you plug, plug it? it. <laughs> so if you if you have any questions or want any resources about mental health or have want direction, feel free to reach out to me on my Instagram page at hertrueempowerment.com. Oh wait, that's my website at hertrueempowerment is my Instagram page. You can also go to my website too. And I include resources as well there. Um, but I'm happy to answer any questions or direct you to resources as I find like, as I have them available. Um, but just know you're not alone if you're struggling with a loved one with mental health challenges. Today's podcast is brought to you by BetterHelp. While we were gone, how much time did you put into your physical health or how much time did you put into your job or your family? Okay, now how much time did you put into your mental health? I'll be honest, I didn't do great this last week. I didn't didn't do a lot. Uh, I'm going to actually start back with BetterHelp. I used to get, like I said, I used to go for three months. I take three months off and then I start back uh, for three months. Um, and that's, that's usually my, my therapy routine. So for about half the year, I'm in therapy. You don't have to go all the time. Uh, but I also say, don't wait till it's too late. Cause that's when it's like too bad. Better help is online therapy that you can do from the comfort of your home man, or wherever, honestly, wherever you are, let's say you got to work and you just hop into a, um, maybe you just hop out of a meeting, you go into your car, you can do it. I mean, it's just, I just, it's one of the reasons of why I really love better help online therapy. Uh, and I hope you'll love it too. You can do video, you can do phone, you can do live chat sessions if you want to do that with your therapist. You don't have to see anybody on the camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you get matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. And as a listener of this podcast, you get 10% off by going to betterhelp.com slash Kramer. It's betterhelp, better com slash Kramer. All right, trust me. We got a doozy of a week ahead of us, man. Uh, it, was, uh, it was an interesting, it was an interesting week to say the least. And we'll break it all down for you this week. I hope you're doing good. You, know, you can always call us. I'd love to know what's going on with you too. This is, what's different about our podcast is that we, um, we're just, we're like, it's us, man. Like this, you're not tuning in to hear, you know, Deepak Chopra talk right now. You just, uh, you, you, you come here to like kind of share your life and we do the same thing. And it's really special. I honestly did have like a moment of gratitude because I was listening to Mark Grove's podcast and it's cool. Like I, he's got a lot of people. It's a big podcast, and I was just thinking, like, we just like show up, like every day. We just show for like, like the the betterment of ourselves. Uh, I know I rarely have guests. You know, the one that I listened to had um, Ricky Lake on it talking about birth control, 
and it was good. It was a really good podcast, but I just like, I don't know. We just, we just show up to like comfort each other and go through life. And I just, I feel like you're my friends and that's like really special to me. And it's become bigger than I ever imagined. I was like, if 10 people listen to this podcast, I'd be shocked. So thank you for being a part of it. Just know that it's uh, always mean a lot to me and we got a lot in store to talk about. It's going to be a big month for Certified Mama's Boy. Okay. That's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.